welcome to Nerd of Paradise. I'm your host, Kate. You're listening to Episode 7, Phoenix Comic Con Fan Fest 2015. And I'll just start off by saying I had such a great time. It was so fun. And big thanks again to the staff at Phoenix Comic Con for letting me have a media pass and the media preview night and all that stuff. It was so awesome. Now, Phoenix Comic Con Fan Fest, I couldn't help but think that a year ago, I also covered the Fan Fest for the Who Wars podcast, but that was the very first time I had ever even done anything like that, and I literally didn't even have any idea what I was doing. And I think I've come a long way in a year, just in, in regards to going up to people and seeing how people are enjoying the con and also my interviewing skills as you'll hear later on in this podcast. So yeah, I was really excited this time to get brief interviews with Denise Crosby from Star Trek The Next Generation and Kevin Sorbo (laughs) from Hercules. Yeah, Hercules himself. So you guys will get to hear that and more in this episode of Nerd of Paradise. So at a con, of course, there's tons and tons of awesome, awesome cosplay. And one of my favorite things to do is to go up to people and just ask them about costumes and why they chose that character and the process of putting the costume together. I always find that so fascinating. So here's a few clips of some of the different cosplayers. Okay, I'm here at Phoenix Comic Con Fan Fest, and I found a really awesome cosplayer. Tell us your name and about your costume. Sure. Um, my name is Amber, Amber Skies, and I am just as Nebula from Guardians of the Galaxy, and I drove six hours to get here so I could meet Karen Gillan and take a picture with her, oh and I God. did. I took seven of them, and we're best friends now. The end. Awesome! That's <laughs> so cool. So tell us more about the costume. Like, how long did, did it take to come up with with the design and uh, the application. A long time, just because there's no good pictures that exist of this costume on the internet anywhere, so oh, wow. I had to watch the DVD over and over again, pausing it at certain key moments to try mm-hmm. and get those key details in there to make sure it was perfect. Oh, wow. um, but yeah, it took uh, about five hours to apply the makeup this morning, oh. and it was worth every moment. So awesome. so where are you from? Six hours away? Uh, I'm from Anaheim right now, because I oh, work wow. in Disneyland, but I am from Phoenix, so this oh, okay. is my home convention. Awesome. very cool. Is that like your favorite superhero character? I would say so for the time being, yeah. yeah I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Is it my favorite That's Marvel so cool. movie ever, ever? Sweet. And I can't wait for the sequel. Sweet. So did Karen have anything to say about the costume? Uh, aside from going, oh my god, and getting really <laughs> excited. And she was like, it's like looking into a mirror. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's kind of what it sounded cool. like. Awesome. Cool. Do you want to tell people how they can find you online? Sure, yeah. You can look at me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or any of those fun things. Just Amber, like the gem, and then Skies, like multiple Skies. S-K-I-E-S. Amber Skies cosplay. Huzzah. Awesome. Have a good one. All right, so I'm here with the 10th Doctor. How's it going? Going awesome. Sweet. So I take it you're a big Doctor Who fan? Absolutely. Who been since 2005? Cool. Awesome. So why do you like Doctor Who? Why don't I like Doctor Who? Why doesn't everybody like Doctor Who? (laughs) It's got time travel and aliens and adventure things, right? Awesome. Yeah. So who's your favorite? Is it 10? Oh, 10, of course. Me David too. It's my homeboy. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> when got, did ma- got matching, uh, matching sideburns <laughs> that you can't see, but uh, I'll yeah. take a picture. Yeah. Um, so what, was there a certain point when you realized, like, you were watching Doctor Who and you're like, hey, I could cosplay as him. So 
it, it would have had to have been when I first started watching. I mean, like, when I very first got into it, it was the it was still the first season of the reboot, so it was Chris Freckleson. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's cool. And then David Tennant comes out as the doctor. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can do this. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. So are you going to watch the finale tonight? Um, I've got a, okay, I've got a confession to make as a Whovian. I'm not, I'm not super passionate about Capaldi. Oh, I know wow. it's blasphemy, but, you know, Tenet's my doctor. I love Matt Smith, yeah. but, uh... I am, like, with you there, like, actually, Yeah, 100%. I'm on the fence. Yeah. We'll see. Who's your favorite companion? Um, ooh, that's tough. Karen Gillian's here. I don't want to, you know... I know, right? I don't want to like, say... She's right behind you. She, oh, oh, my gosh. Where is she? I know. Don't tell her I like Billy Parker better. <laughs> yeah. No, so, Bill, yeah. So did you get to meet her earlier? No, I haven't yet. Oh, okay. I'm weighing the options of getting a photo op tomorrow. I want it so bad. But. I know. I keep trying to get David Tennant here. Like, you every know how you can go online? Every year I try. I know. Do yeah. you do go online? Oh, yeah. And like, yeah. yeah, every convention. They probably get like... You should invite David Tennant. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, we'll so one last question. Like, who's your favorite bad guy on Doctor Who? The master. Like, master. That's, that's who the bad guy like, is. Missy like, Missy or like... Um... I mean, it's the same person, right? Technically. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if the doctor is always the doctor, then you can always say that the master's always master. Awesome. All right, well, thanks. Okay, I got a Wolverine. What's up, dude? What's up? Oh, it's going great. Thank you. So, why Wolverine? Oh, he's my hero. Awesome. Okay, I got to ask you about the claws. Like, they look like they're coming out of your skin. They are. Actually, they are. They they can be painful. Yes, absolutely. That's cool. And heavy. That's awesome. Thank you. Do you have any other like versions of the costume? I have a jacket. I want to get the jacket with the yeah. with the double stripes, but yeah, no. Do you ever like claw yourself on accident? I, you know, I actually have to point them inward so that I don't <laughs> claw other guys. But yeah. yes, they are sharp. Awesome. So, yes. Cool. Let me thing. get a picture. Absolutely. Thank you. Hi. How's it going? Good. Good. So I just want to ask you about your costume there. Okay. So Captain Kirk, correct? Yep. So, original series. Original series. So, um, what inspired you to want to dress as Captain Kirk? I grew up watching him, so yeah. he was kind of a, a hero to me, and uh, and Star Trek has really inspired my life. It's That's why I do programming these days. Oh, awesome. So, that's, that's cool. Love it. So, are you like a firm um, William Shatner guy, or what, do you, what did you think of Chris Pine? Pine in the new movies. I thought Chris Pine did a really good job. Yeah. I'm 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 impressed with the new stuff too, as well as the old stuff. Cool. I like just about all of it. Do you have a favorite episode of the original series? Well, there's a crossover that I like with yeah. DS9 and the original. It's oh, the Tribbles. Tro- yeah. Yeah, that was I like I like that. That the, was so good. That was one of my favorites. So, what do you think the new series will be like? That one should be interesting if it's what I'm thinking it's going to be in the future, but it... What do you think it's going to be? Um, it might be based off of uh, one of the books that really? I've re- uh, heard about. That yeah. It's based about uh, futuristic time traveling. Oh, that could so be really interesting. Could be. Yeah. So we'll that's see. cool. Awesome. All right. So I found a baby BB-8. <laughs> All right. So I'm here with the baby and the dad. Yep. Um, what are you guys' names? So this is Irie, and my name is Eric. Awesome. And then you also have a Kylo Ren. Yes, a little my Kylo, Kylo Ren, Ren, right? Yeah, awesome. Parker, and then my wife. Kim. Awesome. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you guys are on a podcast. <laughs> so, um, what made you want to choose uh, 
BB-8 for the baby? Well, because um, Parker decided to dress up like Kylo Ren, so we decided we needed something a little different, <laughs> and BB-8 was so perfect. Cute. Awesome. Did you uh, make it all yourself? Yeah, yeah she I made it last night. night. Like, oh, two and a half hours. Yeah. Two and a half hours? About two and a half hours. So <laughs> you just like ran over to Michael's and like picked up some Well, tools. I do stuff like this all the time, oh, so nice. I had most everything. Oh, I just cool. had to get a little bit of the orange fabric paint. That's awesome. And the, you know, just take the white beanie That's and so the cute. onesie. Yeah. I love it. That's so cool. she, was, she was Hedwig from Harry Potter for Halloween, so half oh, wow. the costume was kind of done with the white yeah. and the oh, okay. everything. So. <laughs> nice. Cool. Yeah. So you guys are big Star Wars fans? Oh yeah. yeah. Awesome. Counting down to the movie. I know, out. right? <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> what are you guys most excited for with The Force Awakens? I want to see what happened to Skywalker. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we have a big mystery from him. No. Let's, let's hear from Kylo Ren. What's up, dude? I don't know. How's it going? <laughs> Do you like Kylo? Yeah. He's pretty cool, huh? Awesome. It'll He's be interesting cool. to see what role. Yeah, or and like, your necklace. Oh, Sorry. Like yeah, I kind of have a BB theme. That's awesome. Going on. Awesome. That's awesome. I'm like a huge BB I really fanatic. Yeah. I was adorable. actually came over to like look at all the BBs. Yeah. So. That's what I did. That's what caught my eye. I know. Eye. Like the first That's time awesome. I saw the, I um, see the what first preview. Look at the new Jedi. Because him and Kylo Ren get into the lightsaber duel. Yep. Let's we'll see what Jedi. happens. Do you think Finn's a Jedi? He has a lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Nobody Possibly. knows. Yeah. Exactly. I I hope Ray is. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I know. It seems like it, but she seems we'll like see. Doesn't she seem like a, a Skywalker? Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Definitely. Denise Crosby. She is pretty awesome. I had recently just watched the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation, and I had forgotten how amazing her character really was on that show. And so... When I saw that she was going to be at Phoenix Comic Con Fan Fest, I just had to go for it and ask her for an interview. And she was kind enough to oblige. So let me go ahead and play that interview for you. So I'm here with Denise Crosby. Say hey. Hi. <laughs> so for those of you listening, um, she was from Star Trek. So what was your favorite memory from recording Star Trek? Oh my God, memory <laughs> from, uh, you know, it was all a great, it's just great to be part of this, you know, amazing, iconic show. Yeah, awesome. Um, do you have any good stories about Patrick Stewart? <laughs> Not that I would share with you. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> do you have any thoughts about the new Star Trek series coming up? Well, um, I think... You know, it's all going to be dependent on who they get to, you know, yeah. write it. It's all the, the writers that have to make it fly. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, how do you feel about, like, the new Star Trek ever since J.J. Um, Abrams started you know, going forward? You know, to be honest, I've never really seen them. Mm -hmm. I, I just, you know, I saw a little bit of the first movie, and I mm -hmm. thought it was really good. What I saw, yeah. I thought everybody was terrific in it. They all sold me on, you know, their characters, and... Um, I think uh, JJ just infused some new energy into the franchise at the time when it was needed. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. What kind of interesting observations <coughs> have you noticed, like with fans? Oh, I think you know I continue. I mean, all the fans are um, loyal and 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 fascinating in their in their devotion to you know a TV show that's going on its 50th year now and. Um, you know, I continue to, to be interested in, you know, why? Big question. What yeah, is what is Star Trek for them? All right. Well, thanks for your time. You got it. Have a good one. Nerd of Paradise.
What? My podcast is called Nerd of Paradise. Oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> All right, that's thanks. That's a great title. Thanks. <laughs> so when I saw the row of different actors and everything who were signing autographs, and Kevin Sorbo caught my eye, and so I noticed he didn't have anyone over at his booth, so I went over there really quick, and I was kind of a little terrified, but I just <laughs> went up there and asked him for an interview really quick, and he was so nice. He was actually so nice it kind of caught me off guard all right guys so check it out how's it going what's up with you not much can i ask you a few questions for a podcast go for it awesome okay so i'm here with kevin sorbo right here right you know i'm hanging out talking to you right now that's what we're doing that is what we're doing sweet Sweet. so like what's it like to be hercules um it was uh seven years of a really wonderful fun a chapter of my life is all I can say. Yeah. I had a great time down. New Zealand's beautiful. The people I worked with are great. Uh, the stunt guys made me look like I knew what I was doing. It was fun. Sweet. So how did you get your start as an actor? Um, you know, I got the bug when I was very young. I saw I saw a play in downtown Minneapolis at the famous Guthrie Theater. And it was I've been there. Merchant of Venice, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm so from, I was born in Minnesota. I'm from Minnesota. Awesome. I grew up in Lake Minnetonka. Awesome. Yeah. And I fell in love with acting when I was 11 years old. So I started doing plays in school and college. I had a drama and minor, and I just sort of pursued the dream after that. What plans do you have in the future? I've got a movie coming out next week called The Secret Handshake. Nice. People can get it on Amazon. I've got a movie coming in theaters in January 22nd called Caged No More. And then I've got another movie coming out in Easter called um, Mary and Joseph. And then I got a new TV series called The Miracle Man that starts shooting in March. Amazing. All right. Knock what advice the- do you have for young people? Don't ever let anyone set your limitations. All right. Awesome. There Thanks. You go. Have a good one. Let's <laughs> talk to Kevin Sorbo. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> like totally freaking out. <laughs> He's very charming and cool. Oh my gosh. Can't breathe. <laughs> And of course at cons, a highlight is always the awesome art. And it's always so fun to just go around and look at all the different artwork. And so I was able to catch up with a couple of artists, Tom Hodges, who's done some really cool stuff. And especially in regards to Star Wars and a really interesting local artist named Jan, who has a really cool, unique retro style. And I just thought it was really cool. And I wanted to talk to her. So I'll go ahead and play the artist interviews. All right, so I'm here with artist Tom Hodges. How's it going, Tom? It's good. How are you? I'm good. All right, so do you want to start by telling people um, some of the work that you've done? Um, Best known for the Clone Wars webcomic for StarWars.com. I've also done uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors, number 17, which was was a story written by Jane Whelan of the Go-Go's. Uh, I did a book for the band Rush for their 2112 re-release, and um, uh, Brooklyn Gladiator for um, for an uh, uh, actor named Dan Fogler who was in Fanboys. Oh, nice. He was Hutch in Fanboys. Sweet. And he's the villain in the new Harry Potter spinoff. Have you always been a Star Wars fan? Yes. In fact, Star Wars is the reason I started drawing. Oh, cool. I saw the movie opening weekend, 1977. And since then, I've been drawing and been a big Star Wars fan. That's really cool. So, um, what is it about Star Wars that inspires you to draw? I think it's um, mainly boils down to the design, the look, 
I, I mean, I'm a huge Ralph McQuarrie fan. I was lucky enough to actually know the man. Wow. Um, so uh, it's kind of a big part of it. That's awesome. Do you yeah. have any good stories about him? Not long before he passed. Uh, my wife, myself, um, Stan Stice, and a couple other people uh, took Ralph to the Walt Disney Family Museum uh, for the day and uh, had a blast. He, he just loved it. He had a great time. And um, that's it's one of my favorite Ralph stories and one of my favorite memories that's of Ralph. Awesome. That's so cool. So how do you feel about um, Star Wars Rebels? And it seems like they're really ta- taking the Ralph McQuarrie ideas and running with them. I think it's fantastic. I know that somebody was like, oh, they're cheating by doing that. But it's not really, uh, it's not really, I don't consider that cheating because, I mean, that's, I mean, that's where Star Wars comes from. Mm-hmm. It comes from, I mean, the reality is that Star Wars wouldn't be Star Wars without Ralph. Uh, or Joe Johnson, or any of those guys who worked on the original artwork and concepts for the film. So, you know, to to take Ralph's original concepts and and go from there is uh, is not only an homage to him, but it's the way it should be done. It's the way you're supposed to do that. Kind of yeah, thing, you know I mean? absolutely, I agree. So, have you gotten to work on any of the new Marvel series? No, I have not. Oh, okay. Are you, do you have any plans to? I would love to. I mean, if they'll have me, but <laughs> that you know, would be amazing. Until that until that happens, uh, yeah. no. But I'm a huge huge fan of what of what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I actually heard someone walking by the other day complaining about. It. I'm like, how can you complain I know, about they're that? Awesome. They're, it's do the, you have a favorite um, series of them? I'm uh, okay. I love. I was. And I'm not gonna lie. Um, I wasn't super crazy about the actual Star Wars title. Until uh, Stuart Imanon came on, his artwork is just yeah. freaking gorgeous, mm-hmm. and it it really brought me in. Um, and Terry Dodson's run on the Princess uh, Leia books, uh, uh, him and Rachel's work on that uh, artwork is amazing, and 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 the story was really good. Wade's story was really good. So um, I really, really, I, I really, I'm enjoying all of them. Out and Chew- uh, Phil Noda's Chewbacca book is is. Currently, I mean, is 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 my favorite. Oh, wow. I'm a huge fan. I mean, like I love the Star Wars book. Yeah, Vader's a cool book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to get caught up on that. I'm a little behind. I have them, but I haven't read all through. Right, there's the whole Vader down. Yeah, but the yeah, I, I haven't gotten to yeah. that point yet. But um, the Chewbacca book uh, is is just fantastic. That's cool. It's less than two weeks to the Force Awakens. I know. Oh my gosh. Um, what are you most excited for with the new movie? Oh man. <laughs> I know. It's like a loaded question. I, I, I you know what? And, and I, I, I keep hearing guys around the like, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. I'm sorry, but everything we've <laughs> seen so I mean, I was at Celebration when they showed the new, when, you know, yeah. in that room when they showed the new trailer. Right. I was, you know, I, I, I was at, uh, I was at um, uh, D23 when they announced the park expansion at awesome. Disneyland. You know, and as somebody who has designed a Star Wars uh, theme park, um, oh yeah, you did that. Yeah. <laughs> Talk a little bit about that. We'll get into that in okay. a second. But as somebody who who who's a part of that, I'm not cautiously optimistic. I'm completely optimistic. Awesome. I think it's going to be fantastic. I yeah. think I think they're going to do. It. I think. And and see, here's the thing. I'm not a Star Trek fan. Oh, okay. In fact, I loathe Star Trek. Um, I consider. I I, I I I don't. I've never liked it. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, Wrath of Khan's decent. It's watchable, yeah. um, but and, and, and I've told this to Star Trek fans. JJ uh, Abrams made Star Trek watchable, 
and he's not a Star Trek fan. He's a Star Wars fan. He made right. he made he he put Star Wars into Star Trek. Is essentially what he did. And you got and you have guys like Dave Filoni, who is a Star Wars fan. Who the Clone Wars was fantastic. The Clone Wars was the best Star Wars since Empire, and I like the prequels. I'm one of those. I'm right. the, I'm a, I'm a prequel supporter. Always have been, because while those while some people dislike those stories, you can't discount them. It's at this point, it's a massive part of the saga. And granted, it's not the most interesting story to tell, but everyone wanted it told, and that's why George started with the middle trilogy. Because it was the most interesting story, at least until this point. We don't know how the new one's going to play out yet. Um, so, to, to say the prequels suck or anything like that, it's just discounting the fact that you needed that. You know, you, whether you wanted that backstory or not, you got it. We got to see what the Clone Wars was, and especially what I was getting. My point was is that you have a fan like Dave Filoni, who put together the Clone Wars and now Rebels, and it's some of the best Star Wars out there. Then you got a guy like J.J. Abrams, who the reason he's in filmmaking is because of Star Wars. And you have a fan who's working with Kasdan, who wrote the greatest Star Wars movie, Empire Strikes Back, and working with, you know, and and doing a lot of practical effects and, and creating new characters and bringing back our old favorites. I mean... How can you be cautiously optimistic? You, nothing, you, there's nothing cautious about that. There, there's nothing but optimism in my in my head about Star Wars because when when a fan who's passionate and has the means to create something special like Filoni did with Clone Wars and Rebels, because here's the thing: the first six episodes, of, the first six or seven episodes of Rebels, I was on the fence. Yeah. But as the story Same. started, but the story started moving along, right? And then it's so. Bad. And now it's fantastic. I mean, yeah. I mean, by by midway through first season, it was uh, I, I I was like chomping at the bit to get to the next week, um, and now it's I mean it's fantastic. I mean, I love every every minute of it, and um, and so in my mind, Abrams is just going to take something he loves and just run with it. Yeah, you know I mean, and then and then you have and then like you know then episode eight is directed by uh, is it Rain Johnson? Is that who's doing episode eight? From here on out, the 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 the, the, the thing that makes me the saddest is, and someone pointed this out, that is so long as the quality because I, I I people complain, oh Disney's going to ruin Star Wars. Disney didn't ruin Pixar. Right. Disney didn't ruin Marvel. Exactly. In fact, uh, Disney made Marvel better, in my opinion. Um. But to say that Disney's going to ruin Star Wars is a ridiculous statement. We're actually getting... I mean, we're going to be getting Star Wars again. And what I was getting... My point was is that someone pointed out that you're never going to... So long as the quality's there, you're never going to see the last Star Wars movie because you're probably going to die before they're done. Yeah. Which makes me really sad because even if 50 years on the road, you're still making (laughs) Star Wars movies. In 50 years, I would be 93. Am I going to see that last Star Wars movie or that or the next one at that point? You know, yeah. so um, so that it makes me a little sad, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's very cool, and um, I'm excited. Like, because I mean, next year we get Rogue One, then we get Episode Eight, I know. then we get a Han Solo movie, and then we get Episode Nine, and then we get another Star yeah, Wars movie. It's a great time to be alive. It's a great time to be a Star mm-hmm. Wars fan. It's a great time to be a comic book fan too, because mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> 
whether you like DC or Marvel, I personally like both. I can't wait for Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. I'm going nuts over Civil. I can't wait for oh, Civil man. War. Yeah. Then Doctor Strange and Suicide Squad. Yeah, Deadpool's coming out in February. <laughs> you know, it's a really great time to, to enjoy this stuff. The reality is, is that we rule the world at this point. Exactly. Whereas, like, we were hiding. <laughs> when I was in high school, I never told anybody I like comic books. <laughs> I know. It's, you like, know? cool. It's, like, you know, like, I want to, the girls to like me. I don't want, you know, I, didn't, I don't need that, that. I don't need to be alienated. But now, <laughs> yeah. the girls are the ones buying comic books yeah. as well. And they're buying the toys. Exactly. And they're cosplaying. And the guys are buying toys and cosplaying. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's funny. One of my favorite memes online is, um, it's a bunch of guys doing fantasy football. Essentially, it's Dungeons and Dragons for, for jocks. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's a good time to be a fan of things like this. Yeah. Like, um, and I'm starting my own comic book company. Oh, nice. Which is, uh, you know, I'll have a Kickstarter soon for that. And uh, I think we're going to launch a Kickstarter uh, Feb- February 1st. Okay, cool. Because it'll be after the holidays. People have recovered a little yeah. bit from the holidays. And we're, uh, the idea is to launch my company. And uh, and you can follow me on Hodges Art on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, uh, Facebook, and um, and uh, Periscope. Uh, all, the, all the social media is Hodges Art. Okay, cool. And, uh, and, you know, when something's going on, you'll know about it. Sweet. Can you... Okay, can we go back to the... Um, Disney theme park. Yes. <laughs> okay. For Celebration 5, I did, uh, for my entire life, I've, I've, see, here's the thing. My first trip to Disneyland wasn't until my late 20s. Oh, wow. I'd never been to Disney World at that point. So, but when I started going, I became an annual pass holder, and I'm there constantly. I live I live less than a mile from, from the park. Oh, wow. Um, and, um, and so, I, uh, all my life, I'd had in my head what would a cool Star Wars theme park be. And then I finally broke down and said, you know, for Celebration 5 in Orlando, since we're going to be close to Disney and are tying a lot of stuff in with Disney, uh, this would be, this, keep in mind, it's almost two and a half years before they bought yeah. Lucasfilm. You're, you're like psychic or something. So I, what I did was I created this Star Wars dream park map. Uh, basically, it's it, it based it off old Disneyland maps. Where they have the character heads as the border, and you know, you get the different lands and everything. And as chases, I did attraction posters. Um, and so uh, I put that together. And then when Disney bought Lucasfilm, I was contacted by ABC News, I was kind of Entertainment Weekly. In fact, my old boss at Lucasfilm, because I, when I did the Star Wars.com comic, my old boss uh, had moved onward to Entertainment Weekly. So when Disney bought Lucasfilm, I literally got an email that day nice. saying, uh, we want to talk to you first. Do not talk to anybody else. So I talked to Entertainment Weekly first and then Sweet. ABC News and things like that. And um, essentially about, like, how do you think they're going to do this? And I'm like, I think at some point they will. Fast forward to this past summer at, at, at D23 when they officially announced the park expansion. I sat there and cried like a baby. <laughs> I, they were tears of joy because, but like when they're talking about it and showing concept art, I go, it was an idea on my map I had, and yeah. so on and so forth, and like the immersion of like of like you being completely yeah, immersed in the so world, um, like you go into a restaurant and your your server maybe at twilight, you know, things <laughs> like that, like those are ideas I had mm-hmm. in my concept. That's so cool. So, you know, it's one of those things that. Um, like I like I know I'll never have get any credit for having anything to yeah. do with it, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, the idea that it's coming alone is exciting to me, and so I um, 
I just can't wait to see what it looks like. I'd love to be invited to opening day, for goodness sake. You know awesome. what I mean? That would be cool. I, Maybe I, they can do the posters like in the souvenir shops. Nah, I, I'm, not, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> I'm not overly concerned with that, but um, I'm just glad it's happening. Yeah, you it's know what I mean? Be so awesome. It'll be great. Cool. All right, well, I won't take up any more of your time. I appreciate it. Thanks for talking. No problem. All right. I'm here with Jan. I found an artist at Phoenix Comic Con Fan Fest, and it really caught my eye. It's just a really unique, awesome art style. So how would you describe your art style? I would say it is more of a pop art style. I used to do quite a bit of martini glasses and old school black cats, kind of back from the throwback of the 70s. Yeah, well, here's her card, so if you come up with some ideas, make some sketches, and then give her a call, you can see what I'm I started with the style when I was really young, and then I started selling online years ago, and I've been selling probably for 11 years now. There you go. Sweet. That's really cool. So who, like, what other artists or what other kind of things inspire you? Things. I work a lot with dogs and rescue dogs. I work with a lot of charities, so that is one of my main goals is um, pets. I do a lot of pet portraits, so you'll see that in my work. On the corner, right? Awesome. All right, so it says you're from Sedona, right? So, how do you like Sedona? I love Sedona. Sedona is really cool. It's very nice. Yeah, it's like, it's very quirky. It is very quirky. And then there's Jerome, right? And then there's Jerome, and I'm up in Jerome as well. Oh, really? Do you want to tell people how they can find you online? You can find me at retroartbyjan.com. All right, well, thanks for talking. Thank you. All right, have a good one. And, of course, we can't forget about my BB-8 wrangling duties at Phoenix Comic Con Fan Fest. When I went to the media preview night, I had volunteered to help with the BB-8 obstacle course. And so I did that Sunday afternoon and it was really fun. And, you know, I was basically in heaven. I was taking care of all these little droids and <laughs> keeping them clean, running them over to get their batteries changed, helping people to navigate the courses. And I had so much fun and I would definitely do it again. But I was able to take a little bit of audio while I was on the course. So here's that. So I'm on duty for my BB-8 wrangling duties at the BB-8 obstacle course here at Phoenix Comic Con Fan Fest. It's been really fun. Um, Basically what it consists of is just the carpets that make up the track for the different BB-8 droids. And then... You just have to maneuver the droids around the track. And yeah, right now we have three droids. They're all being used and um, it's been pretty consistent. It seems like the kids are having a lot of fun with it. Um, The heads do fall off a lot and the batteries die pretty quickly. And once the head falls off, it's kind of hard to um, get it back on sometimes. (laughs) It keeps bouncing off. But yeah, overall, it seems like it's a big hit and very enjoyable for everyone. And hopefully we'll see it again in the future. So that's pretty much my Phoenix Comic Con Fan Fest 2015 experience. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I did have so much fun. And I look forward to the next event, which will be Phoenix Comic Con, the main big one, in June of 2016. And 
Of course, we don't have any of the announcements or anything, but I'm sure we'll be getting some awesome guests there. Maybe David Tennant. That would be nice. <laughs> but yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I hope you guys enjoyed my coverage, both on Twitter and then on this podcast, as well as the Blob of the Hut podcast. As far as Nerd of Paradise, I have been so busy lately, and I have so many ideas, and different bits of audio that I need to just sit down when I get some time off later this month and get some more episodes out there. So definitely stay tuned for that. Be sure you're following Nerd of Paradise on Twitter. That's at N of P pod. And of course, if you want to send an email, if you got something to say about the show or whatever, you can send that in at hello at nerdofparadise.net. And then just check out the website nerdofparadise.net Alright, so I think that's gonna do it for me this time. I'll see you guys soon. Hopefully sooner than later. Bye!